This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best. This podcast is brought to you by Lead Gen Pros, making it incredibly easy for the average real estate investor and business owner to get more leads. They work with a variety of companies who specialize in real estate investing and who are looking for a systemized way to increase their lead flow and grow their business. If that sounds like you, check out theleadgenpros.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a new podcast. And with me today, I have sitting in front of me, well, not really in front of me because, you know, I usually do in-studio now. But Jason Nickel is all the way in Denver market. So Jason, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background and welcome to the podcast. Hey, Max. Thanks for having me. Um, let's see. So as you said, I'm in Denver. Uh, did my first deal in 2014. I was a, a graphic and web designer up until mm -hmm. that point. Had my own um, web design and, and graphic design business and realized, you know, pretty, pretty quickly um, that well, it was really over time, but but virtually, um, you know, after after doing it for probably five years, I realized it wasn't going to pay, pay the bills the way that I wanted to. It wasn't going to give me the freedom that I was looking for. And so uh, I did my first deal in 2014. Um, first wholesale was in, in 2015. Uh, joined a mastermind in 16, which uh, was, was a great boon to me. I understand you're doing a mastermind as well. I mm -hmm. definitely recommend everybody check that out. Um and, and, you know, after that, we, we steadily uh, started growing our business, right? So we're, yeah. we're doing regular deals now every, every single month, um, you know, five to six deals a month, roughly. We pushed seven figures last year. So tell me about that transition from like, you're doing something you're passionate about, obviously graphic and design, and you make the jump into real estate. Like how does, like, they're not even close to each other unless you were doing all graphic design for real estate companies. How do you make that switch? What triggered it? Yeah, I always had a, just an interest in real estate. I saw the power of, of, of the ability to build wealth in a shorter period of time. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I had seen some friends and and some some colleagues really um, expand their net worth through the through the use of real estate. And, and so that's what I wanted to kind of model. And so um, you know, beyond that, I just I had a, a hunger for for more freedom, which is what we've been able to achieve now, and it's it's been a pretty um, incredible ride over the last five years or so, and um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. In your first deal, what was like? Was it a, a flip? Was it a, a buy and hold? It was actually a buy and hold. Uh, yeah, I had a I, I traded my time. My web, my web service skills that I use for a, a local mentor here, mm -hmm. um, which is what a lot of people talk about doing, and it worked out. He, he and uh, another close friend of his were able to help me understand how to put together a sub-two deal subject to the existing financing deal. So I, I came out of the gate um, kind of swinging in a different direction um, because that was a, you know, it was a more difficult type of deal to put together. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, with their guidance and help, um, you know, I was able to make it work. So we still own that property today. That's cool. So are you actively, you're actively wholesaling? Um, you're, you're actively, are you doing any flips in Denver? We do. We do as little or as few as we can. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. yeah. But yes, we'll do four or five a year maybe. 
And then uh, you're obviously doing buy and holds to create that passive income. So when you were in this market and you got started and you joined a mastermind and you started to scale your business, what are some of the things that you use to to actually scale your business? So like, like, first of all, did you see a big boom in the marijuana industry coming to that area? Did it make properties that weren't so valuable five years ago more valuable then or was it already fizzled at that point? No, I mean, it, you definitely notice in certain areas that it will push pricing up, but it, I wouldn't call it a boon. Uh, I mean, Denver, Denver is, it's a, it's a highly, it's a highly competitive market for mm -hmm. multiple reasons. It's not just for the marijuana industry, right? People just want to live here. Right. And yeah, so yeah. that creates a supply and demand issue, uh, just naturally that way. And so there's, there's a lot of different industries that are creating that, that pull or that demand, mm -hmm. um, which creates that lower supply. Yeah, I will agree. Denver is a good place to live. I used to live in Cheyenne, Wyoming, which is like an hour and a half away when I was based out there in the Air Force. And it was it's a good place to have outdoor activities. It's good to downtown to enjoy some sports for you to enjoy uh, just going out and clubbing at night and stuff like that. So it definitely has a demand. So you're right. It's more than just the marijuana industry, kind of more. It's a lot of things. First of all, it's a desirable place. And then the marijuana industry, then other industries come there and it's centrally located. So it's you can go left or you can go right as well. Pretty easy. So, um, yeah. And, you know, we're an hour away from the mountains. So if you love to ski or get up and mountain bike, that kind of stuff, which mm -hmm. we do, uh, you know, it's it's perfect for that. So awesome. So what are some of your top tactics that you have when you uh, are looking for wholesale deals? Right. Because a, a lot of it comes down to marketing. Right. A lot of people say, hey, what's your marketing? What marketing works? What are some of the things over the years, like when you got started, 2015, 2016, what were some of the things you heavily invested in? I've always been really interested in in, in technology, mm -hmm. right? Um, creating a competitive advantage for our team um, through the use of technology. And so we started out, um, you know, really pulling local data down from, from multiple different sources and, and cleaning that data, running it through our highly customized version of Podio, adding different alerts and things like that, automatic mail pieces going out. Um, you know, that's kind of how we started. I hired a, a developer and, yeah. and started paying him. Uh, it was his idea, just a percentage of our profits. And that was fantastic at first, uh, <laughs> for really about the first year, um, maybe six months or so until we got some traction. And then, you know, I'm writing him 10, 15, $20,000 checks. And that's not fun. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, he was totally cool, though, understood how, um, you know, we needed to, to, to do what was, what was best for our business and, and, uh, we parted ways, but I found another developer and started working on another project after that. And, um, it's the, the key really in my mind is to find someone that you really mesh good with. Mm -hmm. If you have ideas, tech, technical ideas you want to, to, to see come to life, you got to find somebody who you truly work well with. That's honest. Um, you know, and, and that will be along with you for the, for the long haul if you, if you want it that way. So, so a lot of your ideas to use tech came from your own struggles or your own thinking of, Hey, it would be cool if it did this. And obviously in our industry, there's not m many tools that, you know, that are invented specifically just for our industry. Um, what are some of your non-traditional stuff that you, did you, were you a mailer guy? Did you do a lot of PPC? What, what made you, you know, your first bit of success and things that you did dive into? Our first deal came from a postcard. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I, that's just what everybody is taught initially is just send mail to an absentee list, which mm -hmm. that's not, there's a reason why 
people say that that's a good idea because it typically you can get it to work. Mm -hmm. um, but over time, you know, that list gets saturated. So it will gradually, you've got diminishing returns. But yeah, we did a lot of direct mail, tried to get real fancy with our direct mail, you know, making, um, we, we try, I, I tried hiring people to actually <laughs> hand write the direct mail, you know, uh, I never actually, I, I thank, thank God, I never actually had the patience to do it myself. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you got to try many different things. Yeah. And, um, and we did, we tried it all. We did direct mail, PPC. Um, I, I, I didn't, I haven't mailed a letter in the last year and a half now. So, um, that's not to say you shouldn't mail. Yeah. I think you just, the key is to be more precise and, and smart about it. And that's why I tell people when they say what marketing source work, I said, listen, what one are you working? Because, uh, you know, you and I both know Scott Oots. Uh, he's in a, we're in a mastermind together and he mails heavily because it works and because he's working that lead source. So I would say whatever lead source you're working or whatever lead, lead source you want to become obsessed with, I think, uh, is the one that's going to work. Um, Talking about technology, uh, my guys and myself over at REI Rail, we created, you know, some te some some technology to help us hack leads. We created REI Rail, which is simply just a very smart RVM system. To put it pretty slim, pretty simple, but it 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 does more than that. Um, over the last, you know, since I think I think I found about it maybe June or July, you were working on something because it was working for you and you were like, yo, I got to put this in a more massive way. But one thing that was very important while you were building this is to be compliant. You wanted to make sure that you didn't have any litigations or any, any, anything that may be in the gray area. So you created, you, you were doing pretty good with text messaging. Um, you were seeing a pretty good response rate, right? Yeah. What, well, the way that it kind of materialized was, direct mail just it simply stopped working for us you know i'd mm -hmm. spend ten fifteen thousand dollars on a campaign and get just a, a few calls and i think part of that was because we were mailing so much you know we were we were hitting the same list sometimes every three weeks so that mm -hmm. we oversaturated our list um but you know at the same time we're competing with a lot of other people hitting the same people in, in this market it's I, I'm sure that direct mail is working for some folks here in Denver, but for us, it just it took a, a nosedive. And I, I realized pretty quickly that wasn't sustainable. So I had all, always had this idea about sending a text message with with the idea of merging in the person's first name with the property address, making it a unique Very message to, to every recipient. Yeah. yeah, but still being able to scale it. And then, of course, you mentioned um, compliance, that's, that was important to me as well. And I, it's a, it's important to a lot of our users right now also. So I, I actually got the idea, um, from looking at a couple other services that were in the political space and, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it occurred to me, well, you know, if we, if we did the same thing for offering to purchase a property, we're not selling anything. So I ran the, the, the idea by a couple different attorneys and they both concluded that our system, if we, if we instructed our users and, and our, ourselves to use it the way that, um, you know, it was intended to be used. And in theory, according to it, the way that the law is currently written, we would be compliant. Mm -hmm. And that's important. So, you know, you've spent, and, and here's why I say it's important. I get these questions a lot. Uh, my Facebook group, Wholesale and Houses Elite, gets these questions a lot. 
And I would say you spent the most time and probably money uh, with an attorney to make sure to to have your own answers to these questions, right? Because it's a lot of rumors and he say, she say about this topic. But you're saying because you are offering to buy and not offering to sell them something, you stay in that gray area that is on the good side of the gray area, which is, well, actually the law is written that way that you're going to be okay. Um, so, yeah, what I'll say to that is uh, absolutely we spent a lot of time and money with our attorneys, two different ones, by the way, and mm -hmm. we still keep one on retainer just to just to make sure that we've got our bases covered if we need to ask questions or if they they're monitoring the situation uh, or, or the law and let us know if changes take place. Um, but, you know, we're not saying that if you if you send a text message using our service or any other service. Um, that you can't get sued, right? Anybody can sue you for anything at any time. Correct. Right. But what we think that we've created is a, is a system that will give you a defensible position mm. if somebody were to come after you, right? So number one, no selling. That's important. Um, but number two, the most important thing is you can't use what's called a, an auto dialing system or an ATDS, okay? And, and so really what that means is you need to have human intervention in between each message that's being sent. You can't click the send button and send a thousand messages at once. You've got to click the send button. If you want to send a hundred messages, you got to click it a hundred times. Each person is, so, is a human effort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're creating these one-to-one -one conversations between people that you can actually scale with, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're not going to be talking to 10,000 people a day, but we, it, I guess it depends on how many people you have yeah. use the system, right? But um, the key, I don't want to get sidetracked. The key really is to have that human intervention in between each message that's being sent. So you could send it from your own phone if you want to. Make sure you're not selling anything, you know, make a legitimate offer to purchase. Mm -hmm. And that's really the key. So the, the, uh, the, the name of the company that you created and the software that you created is called Sherpa. Um, now, what problem do you think you solved the most for investors by creating this and, and, and for yourself when you did it? Yeah, I, our, well, I would say the first major thing I noticed was our, our cost per lead and cost per deal both dropped by 90%. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing. So a lot of us are spending a lot of money per deal, which I think is a thing that is not really talked about in our industry to the public is how much are you spending to acquire each deal? I've heard some guys say up to five, six, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars, you know, in marketing to equate to a, a deal, and that is very heavy. Um, but you're saying you cut your, you personally cut your cost by ninety percent and probably increased your uh, response rate. Yeah, we were uh, we were at seventy five hundred bucks to get to one deal, and our mm -hmm. average um, deal size was roughly thirty thousand mm -hmm. in Denver here. Um, when, when we really started hitting the text messaging hard through our system after we got a, a, our minimum viable product out there that was actually working for us, we dropped it. We dropped that down to six, seven hundred dollars um, to get to one deal, and our and our our average deal size actually went up to to forty one thousand dollars. So not only did you decrease your deal fine spent right to get a deal, you increased the actual deal. So it's like a win win on both sides. And it's pretty easy software. So my team has been using it. We've got a crazy good amount of response rate. We can show it, see just in the short amount of time we've been using it. It's actually sparked a good conversation with a seller that has more than just this property that we're talking to him because we text it to a lot of empty land as well too. And be, 
now we're having a conversation about houses and other things like that in a very short amount of time. And then the cost is so small, which is the one reason why when I started this business, I had to go towards cold calling because it was the thing that I can afford. I already paid a cell phone bill. So now with some case studies and some stuff, and we haven't talked about this in the past, what are some good instances and, and have you heard from your user base on how this is working and are they using it exactly the way you intended or have people been using it some other ways that you didn't think about it and it's working well too? Yeah, so it's definitely working well for everybody who uses it the way that we instruct. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are some people who come in and they don't take the time to understand you know, these, these local phone numbers that you're using, they, they're a living, breathing things and they can die if you don't treat them well. Right. Mm -hmm. And so some people will include a link, for example, on the first message. So not just our service, if you're using any, any service or, or even, uh, you know, texting from your own phone, if the first message you send to somebody includes a link, chances are it's going to get filtered or your number is going to get flagged. If you continue to do that, over even iPhone says, do you want to block or is this a good, good person? through iMessage, if it's the first message you've had with them and it includes a link or a dollar amount, it's, it's done. Um, so has there been some user studies where people are just like, you know, this work I've, I'm obviously in the, in the Sherpa user Facebook group and I see people posting crazy amounts of response rates and they're locking up one and two, three deals with this. Is there something that sticks out to you that customers told you so far? Yeah. I mean, we've, I've got a little, you know, how you can create those, uh, uh, units in your Facebook group. Mm -hmm. uh, I created one for success stories, right? So I just, I'll just add people who, who have a good, um, you know, a good experience with Sherpa. I'll just add those into the unit so people can go in and quickly see who's doing well with it. And, um, you know, you should, you should browse those. We've got guys that will use have been using the system for a week or two and they come out with three or four contracts. That's not typical. I, you know, I tell people it's going to take you a couple of months, maybe three months to get some traction pipeline. Um, Exactly. Um, but, you know, the coolest thing I think about about text message marketing is how quickly you can generate the leads and and, you know, really begin to fill that pipeline. Right. You're not waiting a couple of weeks for the mail to hit. Um, and again, don't don't stop mailing if it's working for you. Um, you know, there's there's some 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 great mail houses out there that, that will will take care of you. But, um, you know, for us this is why we developed it because mail stopped working for us. And it's mm -hmm. just the turnaround time to, to start to fill that pipeline is so, so quick. You know what I like about the, the, the service that I didn't think about it when, when we signed up was how quickly we can find out if somebody's interested or not. Right. Um, not saying that we won't follow up with the person, but if I send a text message, the person says, Oh, like for, for example, somebody sent, I was looking this morning, somebody said, uh, Oh, we sold that property about three months ago. It's like, okay, great. So that means we no longer have to follow up with this person. My team doesn't have to waste time because when I'm managing, I'm not only managing the money and how much we spend per deal, but I'm managing what is my t the time best used for my crew to make sure we're not just abusing the time. So, that, so we eliminated people very quickly who said, hey, look, I sold it. Hey, I don't own that anymore. Or, you know, simply no. Is that a hard no or is that a yes no? But you get a response rate from the person very quickly. Yeah, we like to use Sherpa as a first pass or text message marketing as a sh as a first pass because mm -hmm. you can real quickly pick the low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, at the end of a let's say a 10,000 person campaign, you can export out that data 
and you know if it's a landline, if it's a cell phone, if they're on a litigator list that mm -hmm. we also automatically scrub against, right? So um, if they're if they're on the DNC, if you're on your internal DNC, or if it's a dead lead, so you scrub out all that all that noise, right? And what you're left with is really the people who haven't responded yet. Then you can cold call and RVM those people, depending on whether or not they have a landline or a cell yeah. phone. So let's talk about some of the cool features that, you know, are, are in it. You know, you talked about one, you talked about the litigator list. What about some other stuff that you, that you have feature wise? Oh, wow. Well, there's, there's probably too many to, to go into over What's, this call. What, what are some of your favorite ones then? I like call relay. Um, mm -hmm. That's a really cool one. So when somebody, when somebody is qualified as a hot lead, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. um, you just click a button, it'll push it over into your into your Podio or whatever CRM you use. And and then, uh, you know, one more click of a button and you can connect it to you, you or your sales reps mm -hmm. cell phone, right? And so then you can text back and forth with them and it'll mask your number. It'll still appear to that person as oh, the wow. same number that you originally texted them. Right. And so there's a seamless transition between the two and you're never going to wow. worry about losing uh, a text message from a hot lead. Um, that's a pretty cool feature. Um, like I said, we, we're automatically scrubbing out litigators. So you don't even have to think about that. Now we're touch on litigators real quick for people that may not yeah. know who those are. I really just anybody who's 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 brought a lawsuit. Um, or has or has threatened to bring a lawsuit against people like us, right? So we have there's there's roughly 400, maybe low 400,000 uh, litigator numbers out there. We go direct to the source and pull those every single every single day. Actually, we've got somebody on it that's pulling it for us and then adding those numbers into our database. And then we've got another 1.4, 1 1.5 million what we call DNC complainers or pre-litigators. Mm -hmm. These are people who mm -hmm. have just gotten loud, gotten noisy. And, and uh, you know, we have some marketing partners that have helped us collect that data as well. So I, I believe, I personally believe our, our litigator database is the most comprehensive out there and it's the most up-to-date too. Perfect. Yeah, pulling every day is important. Um, let's talk about who this is good for, right? You say, is this good for a beginner investor, advanced investor? Obviously, I just heard you say, listen, don't stop mailing. Just add add this to your uh, your, your marketing efforts. Who's this, who's this perfect for? We like to add intermediate to advanced investors into our user, user base. And mm -hmm. the reason for that is because you have to know what a lead is for your business and how to close that lead. If you're if you're just chasing the next new shiny object, which admittedly text message marketing is, um, you know, it, it's not it, this is not something that's going to just get you a deal overnight. And a lot of beginning investors are looking for the quick deal so they can start that snowball rolling and and then pull some more money off and do more marketing, which is fantastic. Everybody's got to start somewhere. But this, it's not a cheap service. So number one, you got to have a marketing budget mm -hmm. um, to maintain it over, uh, you know, two, three, four months at a minimum to get it, give it a fair shake. Like we all know, you know, you can't try anything for for a month and then determine whether or not it's going to work for you. You got to you got to try everything for at least ninety days. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So um, we we went over some of the features. I use the system; it's proven, uh, it works well for us. Um, I mean, we've we've kind of touched a lot of things and that we talked about your market um, and you personally still use this yourself, right? We, I would say 95 percent of our deals still come from text message and we're still doing 
you know, three or four different marketing channels, but yeah. uh, vast majority, we, you know, we're sending out, we're probably messaging six, 7,000 people a day. And I just have a one full-time person yeah. uh, who's doing this for me. And we're, we're in three or four different markets right now. And see, this is important to, to, to point out, right? Cause I don't bring people that I consider like gurus on here that are just coming to pitch and sell something. I'm, I have Jason on the show because Jason, first I know him. So I know his character. We're in a mastermind together. I also know that he does business, right? I can tell you he does his own numbers. And then he invents something that he's been using internally for a while, similar to like what we did with REI Rail. And then he's now saying, okay, I'm going to introduce this to the mass public. Um, yes, it's a business. Yes, he'll make money from it. But that's not the reason why I have him on here. I have him because it's a proven marketing method that reduces your cost by 90% on leads. And that's why I bring people on here. And that's why I vet uh, the people that come on the podcast and Jason... Uh, is a prime example of somebody that is doing the business and is using the software that he also has made available to the public. Um, is there anything you would say, last words, to, to people, uh, one, just on the real estate in general, and, and then maybe two about, about uh, Sherpa? I mean, really, it's been said so many times before, but be, just be consistent with your marketing. Don't give up. You mm -hmm. know, there are so many different times where I was ready not ready. I, you know, you have, you have thoughts or doubts about what you're doing. Um, you know, and if you just stick, if you just power through it, you're going to get that first deal, second deal, and it just gets easier yeah. from there. And then at that point, you know, build up a little bit of a, a marketing budget and start experimenting with, with different things. And Sherpa might be one of them. That's fine. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, just stick with it and you're going to, you're going to do well. Perfect. And I say that all the time, man, don't, chase the shiny new objects like you say make sure you have the budget to give this thing a fair shake i usually say at least three months um, 90 days and if it doesn't work for you at that point after you have watched like for example you got great youtube videos showing how to use the system so don't ask dumb questions if it's really out there on a youtube video um but man i appreciate you coming on here i, I appreciate you sh uh, sharing this with us we use it um I know other people that use it. Uh, Scott Oots use it, and it's, he's got a dedicated person like you do, and it's been working for him in a very competitive market in the United States. So it's tried and trusted. Uh, it's got my stamp of approval, man. Yeah, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of big players actually using the system. I'm not going to name names, but yeah. it's 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 really working well for everybody right now. So um, definitely, really, really thankful to have you have me on the on the show here, and it's been awesome to get to know you too over the last last year or two. Absolutely, man. Thank you, Jason, for coming on the uh, Real Estate Podcast. And uh, all you guys out there, make sure if you're listening in iTunes land or podcast land, give me a five-star rating. If you're watching this video on YouTube, make sure you clip the thumbs up. And I'll see you guys next time. Jason, I appreciate everything, brother. Thank you for listening to the Wholesaling Houses Elite Podcast with Max Maxwell. Make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat.